Welcome back. Do you know where you have landed? Every time I hear that music, it always makes me feel like I'm on the wings of a bee or something. Do you hear that bee flying around? Yeah, that buzz. That's because you landed at Remembering Venus. Ah, Simple feminine wisdom. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Thanks for being here, Kaola. I'm Nicole Dawn, the host of the show. We're happy to be here with all of you out there in podcast world. Yes, in in the land of Venus. Speaking of Venus, where is Venus these days? Oh, Venus has just become our morning star here in Hawaii. She's still in a little bit of retrograde, but she will be beginning her eight-year cycle around the sun yet again. Oh, my gosh. You know how it takes Earth one year to get around the sun? Right. Well, she moves in a beautiful formation of a flower, if you will, oh five-petaled flower, and it takes her eight years. So eight years ago is when it last took off. True. Yeah. Right Sheesh. when I had my daughter. Right. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of uh, Venus, I just want to say a quick thank you, as always, but especially to Creator and to all of my teachers, um, Achintia and all of the sisters in the... Um, sisterhood this global sisterhood i belong to that have helped teach me about venus and about the moon um i'm just forever thankful i'm just i never knew it took that long eight years i thought it would be faster than earth because isn't it closer to the sun it is closer to the sun but she has she's uh interpersonal you know relationship or she's an interpersonal uh, planet in that she (laughs) relates with the sun and the moon and goes in a pattern of in and out and closer to the sun and then closer to earth and okay so that it's a different type of orbit it is a different type of orbit wouldn't you know you learn something new every day that's cool i never knew that we'll get more into venus and how she really affects all of us as women um one day but for now (laughs) we'll we'll just be grateful that she's our morning star and you know um she will move into being the evening star and then again the morning star what a great what a great way to think about it and and what a great piece of information to learn so well what you got for us this this uh episode i've got still recovering from the last yeah are you? We we talked a lot about observing nature we and did. observing self. I've been doing that lately. Yeah, I mean, all this thinking about myself has been quite <laughs> quite heavy. Hopefully, you had no judgment. That's the key. <laughs> Remember that you observe yeah. without judgment. That's svadhyaya. Svadhyaya. Yes. So, I'm happy to hear that things have been good for you. Yeah, trying to take things. Um, you know, trying to simplify things. And all the things that we talked about. So I hope our show today will help with that. You know, I'm really going to dive in today uh, into self-love and what what is self-love and and why is it important? Well, you know, funny you bring that up because it seems easy enough, self-love. But I don't know if I really think about it um, cognitively, you know, consciously. So maybe you explain a little bit more what you mean by by it all. Yeah. So I want to preface by um, saying I'm a student for life. I'm going to always be a student and I'm forever learning and practicing what my teachers have taught me. I'm I'm happy to pass that on. Um, But the reality is that we have been programmed to um, 
not always practice self-love. We've been programmed to often uh, put other people first, to often um, put the time that we set aside for ourselves or for our self-love mm-hmm. last. Yeah. And so you're right that we, we need to preface this all by saying we're all learning and um, any starting place is a good place because society might have um, taught us something different. I think so. I mean, you look at the typical workplace, the work lifestyle, corporate lifestyle, if you will. You know, we wake up, we prepare our families, ourselves. We quickly try to get ourselves in order. Um, And then we're off to work and we're in that world. And our mind is there. Even as we drive to work, sometimes we're already thinking about it because we've been on emails and text messages from the night before. Mm -hmm. So... It doesn't seem very intuitive when you talk about self-love. It doesn't seem very intuitive on a normal day-to-day basis. I don't know, folks. What do you think? I, I'm just this is just me talking, but I would imagine there's a lot of you that probably feel the same way. Yeah, I think we're in a kind of a state of reprogramming that right now. You know, we've been in a a very uh, fast-paced, driven society that hasn't always supported us taking. Um, that downtime or taking the self time. But I think that there is a big uh, global consciousness that's happening right now that more people are are becoming aware that it is important. So Mm. we're going to talk about uh, how you can actually apply that, you know? Yes, yes. So what is, what are we talking about? Give us the the actual definition. Sure. Self-love is a state of appreciation for yourself that grows from actions that support your total well-being. So again, it's an appreciation for self that comes from acts, little small steps that is towards your well-being. Okay. Small acts. And that's what we're going to talk about is those little simple things we can do. Exactly. So, you know, how does self-love really work? How does it happen? Well, you start by creating a nourishing environment, you know, and, and that is, again, something that is easier said than done. We can start small with actions that um, are maybe very, very, very simple. It could be a walk. It could be, uh, you know, taking the phone away from you while you're sleeping and just allowing it to be outside of your space or turning an alarm on or off so that way you have downtime from technology. It can uh, be drinking more water, um, but it's just small steps that you commit to and you do them every day. Okay. So as you're, as you're explaining this, wouldn't you need to find the value in self-love? Isn't that kind of part of the first step is recognizing the importance of it? It is a first step. Because a lot of times we don't find it important to take care of ourselves you know um the things that we do or i do in life uh the simple things i'm gonna do because there's a direct benefit to me so i'm gonna i mean it sounds crazy but i'm gonna brush my teeth because i value (laughs) because i value my teeth because you don't want to have stank breath (laughs) (laughs) yeah that too um i'm you know there's little things i'm gonna do because there's direct benefit to my life but when you talk about the self-love what is the Why should I do it? I guess that's the thing. The direct benefit is having a more balanced, happy mind and body. You know, that's that's really what all of us are working towards. Right. That's why we go to work. That's why we support our families. That's why we um, have community outreach and all these things is because we want happiness. Um, But happiness is really um, 
within the thoughts. It's within the actions that support the thoughts. And so that brings us back to svadhyaya, to self-observation without judgment, really being willing to notice um, what things that you do throughout your day that serve you and that make you feel a higher vibration or lighter and what things you do throughout your day that bog you down or that make you feel unhappy or heavy or fearful. And, you know, that's the first step, Keola, is mm-hmm. really observing without judgment. Okay, how, how these things, the price that you're paying for non-self-love. Right, because it happens in form of... Um, neglect maybe through your thoughts you know perhaps you have negative thoughts that are running through your mind Um, we touched on it in one of the other shows those those thoughts might not even be your thoughts Um, Mm. and in order to know that you have to first stop and look and observe without judgment Um, it might be you know an unhealthy habit that you have Um, but the first step is stopping and looking and saying whoa like this is a little bit unhealthy um even though i do it regularly i can see it's not serving me and when you do that without the judgment there um then it's like removing a layer of the illusion that it's actually benefiting you Mm -hmm. and the next time that you go to do that thing that maybe isn't serving you you're going to have a little bit more awareness because of that self-observation okay so like give me an example can you give me an example for our listeners in a real practical way maybe it's um the way that we talk to ourselves so you talked about um the voice in our head and i know when i was in school i think it's the intrapersonal communication that we have with ourselves right right even now when people are listening to this podcast they're having a voice speak to them on they're evaluating they're listening they're making judgments on it Mm -hmm. so when you say the voices are not ours sometimes what does that really mean i mean sometimes um we're programmed like to be the person who puts everyone else first that could be a programming or we might be programmed in our mind to um tell ourselves like we're not good at this or we're not worthy of this or we don't deserve or maybe I'm you know it might be a negative statement but all of those thoughts create your reality and so it's really about being willing to observe your actions in your day and the thoughts that accompany them and to not judge and and once once you've noticed them that's like the first step there's a lot to do still after noticing them so for example we could use the example of you're not good enough. The thought in your mind of, I, you know, you've always wanted to do this thing, but yeah, like just keep, keep putting it off because it's not going to flow for you. It's not going to work out. If you could observe or I could observe that thought happening in the mind and observe it without judgment, then we might allow the emotion to arise. And that emotion might be, I don't know, un- unworthiness or it might be a fear of not being accepted or it might Uh, be you know an anger because of something that's happened to you in the past and so you can identify that emotion and you identify it as clearly as you can like where you feel it in your body if there's a color associated with it what the emotion is Um, but it's really important that once you've observed without judgments like you look down and you say oh you're really feeling bummed and this is not serving you and it's creating you to have some sadness in your gut that feels like 
a hole. So you identify that. And once you've identified it, then this allows you the opportunity to move on. You've, you've allowed the emotion to come through and that's the next step. But that brings us right into how mother nature examples to us to cleanse and to purify ourselves on a regular basis identifying emotions, identifying thoughts is, is the first part. But then once you find the ones that aren't serving you and you notice that they maybe are part of the old dialogue or part of the old belief system, then it's important to cleanse. Yeah, so what I'm hearing is I have a voice, maybe the voice is, you know, don't think about surfing because you're not coordinated enough. You're, you're clumsy. Maybe you, I was growing up with, I'm not saying I was growing up that way, but perhaps somebody's listening mm -hmm. and their parents were telling them, well, you're not very coordinated. You know, you're very clumsy. You're not a good dancer. You're probably not going to be good. You know, just you're always falling down. You don't have good balance. So forget about surfing because it's probably not going to work out for you. I mm. use surfing because we live in Hawaii. Right. Singing, same thing. I think somebody yeah. told me that when I was a kid about singing. Yeah. And then you believe it, right? Then you're like, oh, I'm not a good singer. Yeah. Uh, because I was told I wasn't by this one person, and now that thought or belief sure. repeats in my head. So you hear that, and that mm -hmm. becomes a disempowering thought. Right. And I start feeling unmotivated, and I start feeling unconfident. And now what you're saying is... Identify it. Identify it, feel it. Yep. Listen to the voice, see what colors I see. See what the feeling is, acknowledge it. Okay. Uh, and that allows it really to move through you. So rather than it just getting stuck and you hanging on to it and not processing, now it's processed. Your brain has identified the feeling that comes along with it. And then comes in your practice of cleansing. Okay. So now we're at the cleansing part. So I'm dirty with this thought. <laughs> no. <laughs> How you do know, I clean it off of me? Listen, we are all human. Okay. And we all have things every day. We're like sponges. We can pick up energy from other humans and we can give energy to other humans. I'm sure um, all of you out there may have had an argument before with someone where the words go back and forth and the energy is literally going back and forth. The anger right. and the frustration is being passed from one to the next. So uh, in that situation, as well as in the situation of just observing self quietly, there comes a time to cleanse. And one of my most special teachers, I'm so thankful for, taught me that when we want to cleanse, we don't look outside of ourselves, right? We're not looking at the other humans. Um, we're not looking to have somebody else make us feel better. We look inward. And when we look inward, we have these four elements that make us up as humans that also make up the world that is around us. Wow. The water, fire, earth, and air. These four elements are elements that can cleanse us. And it seems so simple because it is. You literally can go and wash your hands and ask for that feeling, the emotion to be taken and cleansed. You can go and put your feet in the earth. Uh, you can do movement and build up heat in your body. You can nourish yourself. You can take deep breaths, you know, meditation wow. and breathing is huge. But my teacher taught me that it's the intention that matters. Okay. You, you go to water, fire, earth, air with the intention of asking it to cleanse you. So that's pretty simple. So there's four 
I'm thinking of it as like your bars of soap. <laughs> so you got four of them that nature gives you. Yes. Air, breathing, so you can breathe and get cleansed. That you way. can sing, you can chant, okay. you can talk with a friend. You know how you feel better sometimes after you just utilize the that air element. Then with water, I can jump into the ocean. I can take a shower. I can wash my hands. You can drink a big glass of water. You can cleanse internally as well. Earth. What was the earth way? Uh, you, so I have a couple really sacred tools. I don't know if you listeners out there have heard of sweetgrass or cedar, but they're both Native American tools. Um, I think more common is like incense, you know, but mm-hmm. this is a pure form of it. And they're plants um, that are said to help cleanse. The cedar is a big one for me, but also... I have a fun story um, from this teacher who taught me about this. He told me when I was pregnant, he said, you know, you're carrying another life now and you need to release any anger or fear or frustration that you've built up until this point because now you need to be the cleanest vessel you can be for this life that's coming in. And I was like, okay, how do I do that? And he said, you, you take those fears and those worries and those frustrations. If you want to write them on a paper, you can. If you want to just imagine them and know that you're holding them in your hand, you go out into nature and you dig a hole. And he said, literally, dig the hole with your hands, Nicole. It can be deep. It can be shallow, whatever you want. But you put those fears and that frustration and anger into the hole You cover it up. You say, thank you, Mama Gaia, or thank you, Mother Earth. Thank you, Creator. And you walk away knowing that you've been cleansed of that. Stones is another big earth element that people love. You know, it's funny you mentioned it. I remember just last week I was out in my yard and I took off my slippers. For some of you, you call it flip-flops. You know why we call it slippers. Took off my slippers and I put my feet to the earth, to the grass, and I hear, too, that you, you discharge all the static energy in your body Absolutely. when you do that. But it was such a good feeling. So I believe what you're saying about the earth. I mean, the properties of cleansing through the aina. Oh, it's so yeah. special. Uh, I think Love might have touched on it on her show last week that she talked about um, doing a sand cleanse. So if you're lucky enough to be by the ocean, this is uh, one of the um, Hawaiian cleanses that's very ancient. And it's literally like putting your body under the sand like you do when you're a kid, you know, and you go yes. to the beach and you bury someone. Um, and this is a form of really that, like you're talking about now, the electromagnetic energy that makes up your body really synergizes with the electromagnetic energy of the earth. And it helps to rebalance and calibrate and cleanse. Okay, now... The one that kind of scares me is fire. So are you telling me to like light myself up on fire? (laughs) No, but don't let it scare you because I'm pretty sure most people out there like to make love, right? And when we make love, we create heat. And when we create heat within our body, within our mind, within our heart, we cleanse. It's a cleansing thing. And it's a beautiful thing. So, So figuratively, it's fire, but it's more temperature. It's heat. It can be so heat internal, but it could literally be a candle and you, you okay. know, take two minutes to look at the candle, to recognize the fire and to say, you know, I really want to release this anger, or this frustration and you blow the candle out. Um, that's like, a, you know, some people have routines of lighting a candle every day or evening and that's part of it. I can see it actually even happening with the sun. 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you're out in the heat of the sun, yes, you get a, a, a recharge and a, and a discharge of energy and you feel better. I mean, just having that warmth around your body. Yeah. And specifically sunrise and sunset. Um, NASA's done this amazing study on how it actually affects your pineal gland. Have you heard about this? I haven't heard of the pineal gland. This is so awesome. So basically (laughs) your third eye, right? It's a gland within your brain and it secretes and or gets uh, calcified by different things. Um, But one of the things that makes it secrete, AKA like healthy and vital vibrant and active is watching the sun rise and the sun set and the colors and the heat and all of those components that make up the what your brain is really receiving at that time it's it's amazing you can check out the nasa study but it it literally feeds that part you gotta put that on your on your website that that uh, study because that sounds pretty cool so that that okay that makes total sense so four ways to clean (laughs) Oh, because you, you get, know, you you get, get heat. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it makes sense. Four simple ways that the earth cleans itself mm-hmm. and four ways that we can use to clean ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, Mother Earth shows us this through the change of her four seasons. You know, the snow turns to water and goes down the mountain. It's literally cleansing the rivers. It's adding to the lakes that in some places are drank from. And, you know, there's examples of it even when a cloud comes by. I love using that example in class because our thoughts are like clouds, you know. There's going to be thoughts that come and that go. And if we learn to observe them like we observe a cloud coming in, then we can acknowledge it for what it is and we can allow it to pass. This is a, a beautiful example of our thoughts and letting that happen as well. This has been awesome. I, I really <laughs> There's more examples. really thought about it in those terms, but as we talk about it and you explain it, it makes total sense. I mean, the, you see it happening in nature. All so the you time. You see how you know fire will clean the earth. Uh, in Hawaii, we have Pele and we yes. have the volcano and when it when it erupts and it destroys we see that it cleans the earth and it makes way for which is sort of the rebirthing of the land so to speak as she comes and enters and off of that you know new earth water we see that with um whether it's from the sky and rain or uh, the high tides you know daily the tides are coming in and out of the tides in the earth and then the the wind and the air, how it takes down mountains. I mean, we see it in Hawaii all the time. Yeah. The way that our valleys are so sculptured from years and years of that wind just making its, um, doing its artwork on the sides of our mountains. So it makes total well, sense thank to thank God for winds and big cities because it's a part of what cleanses the air for all of us to breathe. Yeah. So we use these four elements to cleanse ourselves in order to have self-love exactly yeah so self-love is practice when you implement little things that are going to help you over time right so you're going to implement the cleansing as one of the ways to really love on yourself to really let go and release that which is no longer serving you so that way you can make room for all of the good all of what's coming for the present really and it's a it's all about learning and growing and not being hard on yourself. This is so cool. A good recap is one, hearing the voices in our head. Is that what the first thing to acknowledge right. it? Acknowledging what and you're how we feeling. Feel. 
Yeah. Right. Because we think thinking. and then we have feelings off of that thought and then acknowledging that and then cleansing. Yes. And then creating routines, you know, that support you having more of what makes you feel good, more of what supports your total well-being. So, you know, you know that the daily walk is going to support you or that the daily journaling or the creative time away from the phone or the time with family and friends or the time breathing. You know, there's lots of little things and you can pick one and you start implementing that in that extra space that you now have because you're cleansing. I think what I'm going to do then now is before I pick up my phone in the morning, because that's really the culprit of a lot of the stress a lot in, of in, it. in our lives is the phone goes off. It, you got text messages, you got alarms and alerts. So quieting the alarms and the alerts. And when you wake up in the morning, instead of reaching for your phone or your computer, put those items away from you. So yes. you can't get to them, creating an environment, a space, and then replacing that with some type of, of cleansing, if you will, that will yep. help you. Or nourishing. Or nourishment. Yep. It can be, you know, moving from the neglect to the nourish, if you will. You know, we want to stop acting like self-love is not important. It is important. And each and every one of you listening out there deserve to um, be loved, not only outside of yourself, but within. And that's where it begins is really that that self-love. And so we nourish ourselves instead of neglect. And we just have to one by one notice the ways that we might be neglecting ourselves. Great message today. Really learned a lot from it. I hope it serves all of you out there. For folks that are tuning in for the first time, Please drop us a line at Remembering Venus is on your Instagram. Is that right? What was yep. the, the you can You can find us at Remembering Venus, Simple Feminine Wisdom on Instagram or Remembering Venus Facebook page. Yes. And get more information. Now, what do we have lined up for our next show? I'm going to teach you some things that I've learned on how we can truly affect the brain and what practices we can put into place on how we can affect the way that we think. Wow, that's pretty big because that's, that's always something people can use. For all of you listening, I hope you tune in to our next show. We'll dive a little bit deeper. This is Nicole Dawn. I'm signing out for Remembering Venus, Simple Feminine Wisdom. Thanks, Keola. You have a great day. Aloha. Aloha.